Are you unsatisfied with life? Do you feel as if there's something that you're missing? You're happy, but you could be happier. Well, you're very lucky because I have a one-size-fits-all solution for you, and that is love. I'm going to be talking about love in this podcast episode, if you couldn't already tell by the title, and how you can use it to absolutely transform all aspects of your life. If you're happy but feel like you could be happier, or even if you're not happy, love is one of the things that will just absolutely revolutionize the way that you live your life, and it will just make you enjoy life so much. It will even make other people treat you differently. Just circumstances in general will start becoming better for you, and you'll no longer feel as sad or, I guess, empty inside as you did before. I just had to make this podcast episode because although I talk about happiness in pretty much all of my episodes, um, using love was one of the things that absolutely, absolutely changed everything for me. It took me from being really happy to basically being a hundred times happier than that. So I thought it would just be unfair if I didn't share it with you guys. So let's get into it. One of the biggest things I've grown in over the past month is love. A lot of us love only at certain times or when other people love us first, but that means that we're missing out on the incredible results you can get when you love all the time and when you actively focus on loving. I mean, honestly, ask yourself, how many times in a day do you actually try to get yourself to find things to love about the world? Like, it wasn't something I really thought of before I discovered this whole concept of love. Um, I mean, I'd love when stuff went well for me, or I'd love when people loved me first, but it wasn't until I started actively searching for ways to love other people and searching for things that I love about my life just the way it is, it wasn't until then that I actually skyrocketed my happiness because love really does tie to gratitude. I think that when you're being loving towards your life and other people, that in itself is gratitude. And I mean, there are just so many studies on the impact of gratitude on happiness. I mean, you can look them up. Gratitude really is a catalyst for increasing your happiness. So love is just one of those things that when applied you can reap some pretty amazing results. And actively looking for ways to express your love of everything in life, everything, brings more good things into your life. And trust me, it's true. So we're going to be talking about how love is the solution to everything, because I already said that it's when you start actively looking for ways to love your life that things will change for you. And I'm just going to give an example of that. Um, 
look, love is just the solution to everything. So I guess I really can't give an example. If you're having a bad day or someone's not treating you the way that you think you should be treated, which, you know, happens to all of us, do you usually respond with love? Like really and truly ask yourself, how many times do you respond to negative circumstances with love? How many times do you stub your toe and respond with gratitude? How many times do you get an awful grade on a test and respond with a positive attitude? Most of us don't. And I'm not trying to be high and mighty by saying this because I'm definitely guilty of responding to things with a negative attitude too. Like I'm human like everyone else. Um, But the biggest thing that I've tried to do is just respond with love more often than I usually would. That doesn't mean you have to always be loving and happy and grateful for everything. Like, obviously, if someone in your family were to die, you shouldn't really be responding with, like, love and joy. Um, But you can, to a certain extent with everything in your life, apply some level of love and gratitude, and it will reap really good results. Um, This is because since we usually don't respond with love, um, things don't really get better. I mean, I don't know of a time when I responded to a negative situation with hate and anger and things got better for me. That just does not happen. And, you know, they say that to act in the same way and expect different results is insanity, hence why it is so revolutionary to respond to the negative parts of life with love the opposite of how you normally respond. Because if what you're doing right now isn't working, um, I mean, you may be skating along just fine, but if it's not actively making your life better, why not try the opposite approach? Why not see how you can get the results to change? Because, I mean, I think we get so used to being at the level of happiness we're at at a given point in time, that we're afraid to try things that we know will increase our happiness. I think you know deep down that responding to negative events positively will improve your life, but we're biologically wired to try to stay where we are. It's not just a you problem. It's not that you're just a self-sabotaging monster, but it's just that your body is wired to stay where you are. And that doesn't mean you have to stay there. Just being aware of the fact that your body is wired to keep you where you are is actually what helps you realize that you can break free of that and you can keep moving. You're actually not going to be in danger if you increase your happiness baseline. Um, Being wired to stay where we are is something that used to help us, you know, when we lived in caves and had to literally hunt for our food because I mean think about it if you were to be brave one day and go out and hunt in the forest in the middle of the night you would probably get mauled by some sort of animal hence why we're afraid of change and we're afraid of doing things different from what we normally do but now I think it's safe to say that threats like that are just not a part of most of our realities 
So you can break free from that. And when you start responding to things in your life differently, you will get different results. I mean, there are just so many things in life that we just keep doing the same way, even though they're not getting us the results that we want, yet we keep doing them. It's just because we're wired to stay in that same spot. But it's those of us who push ourselves to get past that point, even if it's uncomfortable at first, because it will be. Your body wants you to stay where you are. Your mind wants you to stay where you are. But once you get past that discomfort, then guess what? Leveling up will become your new normal. It won't be uncomfortable anymore. Once you get to another level, that will be normal for your body. Your body won't resist doing healthy things if you make that normal for yourself. So I say all this to make the point that once you start actively looking for ways to respond to everything in life with love, it will become normal for you. And as a result, being way happier will become normal for you. A lot of people feel like they're on an emotional roller coaster in life. One week they'll be happy, or even one day they'll be happy. And the next week or the next day, they'll feel awful. Heck, I even personally have had days where one hour I'll feel happy and then the next I'll feel like it's the worst day of my life. But when you respond to everything with love, you honestly make every day the best day of your life because I don't know, most of us just don't practice gratitude a lot. So when we do, we get really good results. I mean, honestly, we definitely don't practice gratitude or loving life as much as we should. We don't normally say to ourselves, wow, I'm having such an amazing day. I'm so grateful for the fact that I can go to school. I'm so grateful for the fact that I have warm clothes to wear in this cold weather. I really love the shoes that I'm wearing today. I love the results that I've been getting from working out. I love the feeling of drinking water and feeling so refreshed. We just don't do that. But when we make that our normal, we will get such good results in terms of happiness. So you may be wondering, Abigail, well, you've said that love is gratitude and gratitude is scientifically proven to increase your happiness. But is there anything more to the reason that it's so revolutionary? And yes, there are more reasons. I like to think of love as a boomerang. Whenever you throw it out into the world, it always comes back to you tenfold. Like, honestly, think about it. Have you ever just done a random act of kindness for someone? Like, maybe you held open a door for someone, or you told someone that you loved their outfit. I'm pretty willing to bet that the quality of your day increased after that. Really think about it. I really can't think of a time that I did something nice for someone else and my day got worse. That just doesn't happen because science has shown that when you do nice things and when you think loving thoughts, you actually get those benefits back to you, if that makes any sense. Like gift giving is something that actually is more enjoyable for the one giving the gift than for the one receiving the gift. And I think that just blew my mind when I heard it because it makes a lot of sense. When you put good out into the world and when you put love out into the world, you get more than what you gave out. 
I mean, it honestly makes me wonder why we don't do it more because love really does cause a chain reaction in life. If you show love to someone by just a simple compliment, they will automatically feel better. They will automatically feel less insecure and they'll feel noticed and appreciated, which is essential for every single person. The only reason we have hateful people in this world is because those people have not been loved enough and they haven't been shown that they're noticed, that they're appreciated, and that they're loved. If we showed all those people love and appreciation and we showed them that we noticed them and we recognized them as worthy humans, they would not be so mean, I'm telling you. I know that the times in my life when I was... Ugh, the worst. Oh, God, I hate thinking about it. Those times in middle school were when I felt like people did not really notice or appreciate me. I was just so toxic in middle school. God, I hate thinking about it. But it was because I did not feel loved enough. Middle school is a really hard time for everyone. And I was just insecure about myself, and I really didn't receive much validation from other people because, well, at the time, I hadn't yet learned the lesson that you have to validate yourself and you have to love yourself before others will love you. But, you know, I was just being foolish back then, and as a result, I was incredibly insecure and incredibly toxic. I was probably the worst friend ever. Um, in sixth and seventh grade, at least. In eighth grade, I did pull it together, and I am very proud of myself for that. But regardless, when you love someone, that automatically makes them more loving towards other people. And let's say they're loving to one other person. That one other person will be more loving to another person, and it'll just keep going and keep going and keep going. It creates a ripple in your social network, and you don't even know how many people you could reach from just one act of kindness and one act of love. And it doesn't just apply to saying kind things or doing kind things. Even having the energy of love is enough to make that ripple effect. And when you make that ripple effect, it will come back to you because there's just honestly no statistical way that all of those people could not spread that love and have it come back to you, if you get what I mean. Like, it will all come circling back to you at one point or another because there is no end to the ripple effect that you've created when you do something loving or when you have loving energy. It doesn't stop. It just keeps reaching more and more and more people. And as it does that, it will keep coming back to you. And that's not just something that'll happen like once. It won't just come back to you once. Because of all these people that you've impacted, it will come back to you multiple times again and again and again because the ripple never stops. And I think it's just such a beautiful thing to think about and it really inspires me to want to do more good things in my life because the sheer impact that you can have by being just a decent person and making that little extra effort to do something kind for someone else and 
to be loving and grateful for what you have in your life and to tell people how grateful you are for them, the sheer impact of that is honestly incredible. And when you when you feel like you're intimidated by doing something nice for someone else, which we often are for some reason, it's like we're afraid that our egos will get hurt by telling someone how much we appreciate them or how much we like their outfit for some reason. When you feel intimidated, just think about the good that you're doing by that one act of kindness or that one kind compliment. Really, you are making a gigantic impact and it's worth risking getting your ego hurt if you're making such a positive impact on the world. Look, even if the person does not reciprocate your love, even if the person looks at you with a snooty expression like, wow, what a loser, I guarantee you've still boosted their ego and you've still made them nicer, whether they seem like they're getting nicer or not. No matter what, you're still making them feel loved and appreciated, which is necessary to create nicer people. So you still are making a positive impact even if the person isn't nice back to you. And I've been talking a lot about loving acts towards other people, but now I'll just talk about the impact that having loving thoughts will have on your life. So the way that I like to think about the impact of loving thoughts is I just imagine, you know, when God is choosing people to give blessings to, who do you think he's going to pick? The apathetic person who doesn't really appreciate what they have, who doesn't thank him for what they have, and who just keeps chugging along without really acknowledging what they have, or the person who actively makes an effort to express the love that they have for what they already have in their life, even if they feel like they can do better, even if they feel like they're not where they want to be, they still express love for what they do have and how far they've come, even if they're not at the end point where they want to be. He's obviously going to choose the one that is appreciative and loving towards life. I mean, it's just a no-brainer, honestly. And even if you don't believe in God, think about it as like, let's say you have two friends and you're thinking of, wait, let me think of a good example. Um, let's just say you have an extra concert ticket to your favorite artist. You have two different friends and you're thinking, who am I going to bring with me? You're equally close to both friends. One friend you do stuff for all the time, but doesn't really express how thankful they are for you. They don't really do anything for you in return. Um, they don't really even acknowledge the fact that you do stuff for them. Like you could hold open a door for them and they'll just walk right past you without saying thank you or even acknowledging your presence. And then the other friend you also do stuff for all the time, but when you do stuff for them, they acknowledge it. They say thank you. They say, I appreciate you doing this for me. And sometimes they even do good stuff back in return. Who are you going to give the concert ticket to? Obviously, the person who appreciates what you do. The person who appreciates you as a friend. 
even if you don't do anything for them, the person that really appreciates you for who you are. You're obviously going to want to do more stuff for that person because of their gratitude. That's just what I mean when I say that love will have an incredible impact on the way that circumstances and life fold out for you. Because, well, this does kind of tie to the law of attraction, which I have to admit I'm not really into anymore because it low-key ruined my life for a little bit, and I feel as if I just didn't feel right about it because I think that it's taking a lot of credit away from God, and it kind of makes you feel as if you're the one responsible for everything good coming into your life, when in reality, that's God's work, and you should be thanking God for that, but I digress. A key principle of the law of attraction, if you believe in that, is that Um, whatever you're feeling, if you're feeling happy, more happy circumstances will come to you. If you're feeling sad, you will attract things that are on the vibration of sadness. You will attract sad events and sad people into your life. And I would say that this is true because um, in the book Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, which I'm reading right now again, Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about how matter is actually only like, I'm pretty sure 1% actual matter and 99% vibration. So it does really actually make sense to me that when you emit these loving thoughts, when you emit thoughts of gratitude and how lucky you are to have what you have in your life and how much you love everything that you have in your life. It really only makes sense that more good things will come back to you. And I don't know if there's any studies on this. There probably are, but just try it out for yourself and see if you get good results. Because I know personally, when I emit those thoughts of just being grateful for what I have Even if I don't act on it, just thinking is enough because just thinking sends out that energy and people can feel your energy. I've said this in previous podcast episodes. You can definitely sense when someone's mad, even if they don't say anything, even if they don't jump across the table to slap you, you can still tell if someone's angry at you. Even if they don't say anything, you can just feel it. You can feel tension. I mean, why do you think that there's chemistry between actors and movies? Like, two people could just be standing in the same room and have chemistry. Why? It's the energy. They don't have to do anything. It's just some people, I guess, energetically connect, and that's why chemistry is a thing. You really can tell how other people are feeling just by the energy that they're emitting, And honestly, when you admit that energy of love and gratitude, that really attracts people. I'm sure you don't want to be around someone who always gives out creep energy. (laughs) Like, there's some guys that I know that aren't bad people. Look, they're not bad people at all, but they just emit creepy, insecure energy. And as a result, I do not enjoy talking to them. You can just sense when something's off, and having angry, sad, insecure 
and as I said, creepy energy, that's a turnoff for pretty much everyone. If you want to improve the quality of your interactions with others in your social life, if you feel like you're not as loved as you want to be, if you feel like you're lonely, if you feel like people don't really acknowledge you, if you feel like you don't get enough attention, have you tried emitting love? If you already emit love, emit more. That's what will change the way that people interact with you. It'll change the way that people see you. When you enter a room, people will feel your energy of love and people will be attracted to that energy and people will want to be around you. People will appreciate you because when you have loving energy, you make everyone around you, even if you don't interact with them, you make people feel safe and you make people feel loved, appreciated, and noticed by just the energy that you emit. As I talked about, feeling loved, noticed, and appreciated, that's key to producing nicer people. You cannot be nice if you don't feel loved and appreciated. It's part of, oh, what's that guy's name? I think Maslow's hierarchy of needs. To be happy, you absolutely have to feel like you're socially connected to others. You have to feel validated. And when we don't give that validation to others, that's when we get mean people. So when we do give that validation to others from our loving energy and our loving acts towards other people, that's when it comes back to you. If you're not feeling like people love you, if you're not feeling like you're validated, try validating other people first. I mean, it really sucked for me to realize, but when I felt so unvalidated during the beginning of freshman year, it was because I wasn't validating other people. I never went out of my way to talk to other people. I never went out of my way to compliment people. All I was doing was thinking about myself and how sad I was that no one noticed me or no one appreciated me. That was it. I don't remember a single time when I went out and I found people to talk to or when I made that extra effort to make someone feel uplifted. And as a result, I didn't receive that in turn. What you give is what you get. And that will always apply in life. If you give hard work, you will get good results. If you give mediocre work, you will get mediocre results. Think about people who go to the gym. One person could go to the gym for a year and another could go to the gym for a year. But the person that really goes full throttle in the gym will have wildly different results from someone who kind of, wait, I'm trying to think of a clean way to say this, someone who kind of just puts half effort into stuff, someone who messes up their eating plan, someone who doesn't hit their macros, they will have wildly different results. And my point of all of this is just to say that when you give out that love, you will get it back. You don't have to be afraid of feeling like other people are judging you for being happy and loving and grateful. Only the toxic people will feel that way. And you know what? There is a solution to being criticized by the toxic people who feel that way. Be more loving towards those people. Toxic people are the ones who need it the most. So if someone does... Um, feel your loving energy and get annoyed by it, be more loving to them. That's how we fix the world. Being mean to mean people only makes problems worse. And 
I am totally guilty of it. I mean, there's some people in my life that just are rude to me for no reason. Like, I have some haters that are just obsessed with me. They are absolutely obsessed with me. They don't like me. And they only talk to me to inquire um, about my grades or how I'm doing or if anything has gone wrong in my life. Um, but when I started treating those people with love and when I just put my ego aside and I thought to myself, Abigail, just be nice to this person because that's how you fix the world. That's when they stopped being so obsessed with me. They didn't feel the need to be defensive when they were around me anymore. And that's a key part of it. If, if you're not emitting love, you can easily be making people go into defense mode when they're around you. And it's something really subtle. But one of the biggest lessons I'd say I've learned over the past year is that even when you think you're coming across as nice, you're probably just coming across as neutral. You have to really go above and beyond to be considered as a nice person in people's minds. Because when I think about it, there are plenty of people that haven't done anything mean to me. Um, but I just don't think of them as nice because they haven't gone above and beyond. It's only the people that go above and beyond and making others feel loved and noticed that will, I guess, be considered as nice in your mind. Um, and when you, when you admit that energy of love, you put people's defenses down. People feel tense and people feel like they're going to be judged when they don't know that you're actively trying to be loving and when you're actively trying to uplift others. Neutrally, people have their defenses up. I think that's another biological mechanism that we've been evolved to have because so many people get hurt all the time. I mean, there's just so many awful things that we do to each other. And as a result, so many of us live with our walls up. We don't, we don't take our guard down and we just always are looking out for who's trying to hurt us. But when you emit that energy of love, when you uplift others, you will take their defenses down. They won't feel the need to be uptight with you. They won't feel the need to kind of block themselves off. When you make people feel like they're safe and being who they are around you, that's when everything will change for you because nothing there's really nothing people want more in this world than to just feel accepted for who they are. I think the root of so many problems is just that we don't make people feel accepted for who they are. As long as you make people feel like they're going to be judged within your presence, you're never going to have really great interactions with others. When you make people feel like they're good enough just the way they are and you appreciate them, when you think about all the ways that you appreciate someone, even if you don't like them, when you think about that, you're bringing their defenses down and you're allowing them to feel loved and appreciated, which in turn makes them nicer. It's really very simple. Just actively thinking about qualities of people that you like, that makes all the difference.
And really and truly, if you have someone that you don't like, if there's someone that just annoys you and you can't put your finger on why they annoy you so much, oh, I've had so many of these people in my life. Just try looking for things that you like about that person. It may be hard. Maybe you have just someone that no matter what they do, it irritates you and you really don't know why. I mean, some of us are just petty I know for a fact that in the past, I used to be really petty. Um, I'm talking about sixth and seventh grade Abigail. Oh, she was a monster. But when you just think about things that you like about that person, when you're tempted to go to the mean side of yourself, when you're tempted to just automatically go to thinking about all the ways that that person annoys you, when you're tempted to just give in to that feeling of annoyance and be like, oh, God, I hate that person. Why won't they just stop? That's when you need to switch things around and do something different from what you would normally do and look for something about that person that you like. Start emitting love. Don't let yourself get annoyed because the moment you get annoyed, you're not emitting love anymore. And when you're not emitting love, you're not going to get that back. That person is probably only going to annoy you more over time because you're not emitting that love. You won't get love back from that person that annoys you. That person won't do things that you like if you constantly think about the things that they do that you don't like. It does not make any sense to only criticize one person and expect to like their future actions. That'll just never happen. As long as you're operating in a state of thinking that everything that this one person does is awful and there's nothing about them that you can agree with, that's the way things will continue to be until you change the way that you think about them. As I said, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. That person's just not going to magically change as long as you keep being hateful in your thoughts towards them. They won't change. They will continue to annoy you. If you have a hater, they will continue to hate on you until you change things around and until you actively respond to whatever it is that's irritating you with love. That's what makes the difference. I think that the best thing about love is that it can be used to get good results in anything you don't like, anything you're not satisfied with, anything that makes you feel bad, anything that saddens your outlook on life, you can change it with love, no matter what it is. Let's say you have issues with your body, because I did for such a long time. I know that in eighth grade, and oh, especially in ninth grade, I would look in the mirror and I would absolutely hate what I saw. If I wasn't starving myself, I didn't feel worthy. I would just beat myself up over my body all the time. I would always think about how I was, like, my stomach was too big, other parts of my body were too small. I would just always beat myself up over it. And because I was always beating myself up, things never changed. Why would they change? Because I was operating from a state of having a body that I hated. And as long as you keep operating in that state, why would things change? Because you're living in a reality where you're constantly affirming the fact that you hate your body. Things won't change. And as long as you keep being hateful towards yourself, you will instill into your mind the idea that you don't deserve better. 
You don't deserve to eat healthy. You don't deserve to work out. Why? Because you hate your body. Why would you treat it well? If you hate it, why would you do anything good for it? So when you start changing things around, when you respond to that situation with love instead, when you look in the mirror and say, you know what? I do like this part of my body. You know what? My stomach does look fine. You know what? Even if I don't have washboard abs and look like a model, I'm still good enough and I'm still worthy. That's when things change for you. It took me so long to realize that. I thought that I could hate my way to having a body that I loved. I could hate my way to healthy habits. It just doesn't work that way. You have to love your way to healthy habits. You have to love your way to getting a body that you like. When you hate yourself and when you when you do things out of a state of, I hate myself, so I'm going to punish myself by starving myself and working out nonstop, <clears throat> you may get results, but you'll bounce right back to where you were before. <clears throat> Sorry. Because you're operating from this state of hatred. And When you constantly, instead of responding with hate towards your body, when you just try to point out ways that you like your body, when instead of focusing on the way that your body looks, when you focus on, wow, I can walk, I have arms, my body works the way it's supposed to, I'm not in the hospital right now, I can breathe, I am thankful for what my body does for me, That's when things change. That's when you want to treat your body well because you're being grateful and you're loving what you already have in terms of your body, even if it's not what you want it to be yet. Because you're acknowledging, look at all that my body does for me. My body can digest food. It circulates blood. I can breathe. I can drink water and process it. I mean, that just always blows my mind that Our body knows how to do all of these different things, and it can do all of these things for us. Like, I can move my hands. Just even that blows my mind, thinking about how complex the body must be if we're able to do these things. The fact that we even have a consciousness and we can think about things never fails to blow my mind. It just never fails to make me realize how lucky I am To have a body that works because bodies are so complex. There's so many things that can go wrong. And as long as you're standing on two legs and as long as you can breathe and you can function, you are very lucky. There's some people that don't have that. And when I thought about that, it just made me feel like, wow, why am I hating on my body all the time? Why am I hating on the way that I look all the time? Because you know what? Some people can't even stand. Some people are bound to a wheelchair for the rest of their life. And here I am with a fully functioning body, only thinking about how much I hate it because I don't have washboard abs. It's just absolutely ridiculous. And when I started thinking about things that way, I felt more grateful for what I had. And when you feel grateful and when you love what you have, you'll treat it better. When you love things, you will automatically treat them better. Like, think about it. If you really love a book that you have, you're not going to let it be rained on. You're not going to leave it outside in the rain. You're not going to rip the pages. You're going to take good care of it because you love it, because it's important to you. 
because you've established the idea in your mind that it's something that you love and appreciate. When you do the same with your thoughts towards anything in your life that you want to change, maybe it's your grades. When you think about the ways that you love what you already have, that's when things will change. And that's when you'll start to treat those things better. You'll start to handle those parts of your life that you aren't satisfied with better than you're currently handling them because you've established love for those parts of your life. Unless you have love for something, you won't care for it enough to improve it. That goes for everything, your relationships, your grades, your body, the way you eat. It all ties to whether you love or you don't love. Everything in our world relies on love. Everything is done through love. The phone that you're listening to this <laughs> the phone that you're listening to this podcast on was made as a result of love. People loving technology, people loving inventing things. The clothes that you're wearing right now were made as a result of people loving making new things, of people loving clothing and people wanting to improve things. I mean, people used to have clothing that was definitely not as good as what we have now. I mean, in the olden days, their shoes were not very supportive. Their shoes were not very good for the feet. Um, people had a lot of issues because of how low quality their shoes were. But because someone expressed love for shoes and because someone thought about all the ways that shoes were already great, they cared about shoes more and they started to think of ways that they could improve shoes, ways that they could make shoes better than they already were. And that's how we have such great shoes now. We have shoes that can allow people to run marathons. I mean, honestly, it just blows my mind. Um, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right, but this guy, Elliot Kipchoge, I think, he ran the first, no, he ran the first marathon in under two hours, under two hours. That is just so insane. And he did it with super high quality shoes. I mean, Nike really just went above and beyond in making these shoes that just incorporated science in a way that allowed the shoes to really spring off the ground and help him keep running that distance. He wouldn't have been able to run the marathon in under two hours if it weren't for the fact that all these people had worked together to create shoes and training equipment and work with his VO2 max in a way that allowed him to really exceed whatever he had been able to do before. It was their love for running. It was their love for helping this guy that helped him make that record. And I think that that is just so incredible. Everything really does come down to love. And when you put more love out into the world, you can just do some pretty incredible things. How do you think we have planes? Someone loved science. Someone loved physics. I mean, for those of you who are taking chemistry or biology or physics right now, um, I know that a lot of my listeners are from high school. Think about how beautiful that is that you can learn about that. I mean, really and truly, because those subjects may seem like you don't want to learn them, but 
it's so beautiful to think about the ways that those things can be applied to your life. Chemistry is what allows us to make medicine. It allows us to heal people. Physics were what allowed us to build airplanes. It's what allows us to be able to fly from one area of the world to another. And what would have taken people days, like a thousand years ago, it would have taken people so long to get across the world, but we can do it in mere hours now, which is just so beautiful to think about. And it all came down to people loving life and people loving knowledge and people loving what they have. That's how we've come up with so many great things. And it just always inspires me when I think about all that, all the books that you love, all the TV shows that you love, all the music that you love, that all came from those artists and those producers and those writers loving what they do. It came from them loving some aspect of life enough to make something out of it, to make content out of it. This podcast is a result of love. It's a result of me loving personal growth, of me loving the changes that I saw in my life when I started working on myself. It all comes down to love, which is why love is just so powerful. And when you really work on emitting love and putting love into everything that you do, you will reap such great results. Because someone who loves what they do and someone who doesn't love what they do, even when they're doing the same exact task, the person that loves what they do will get better results. And I can guarantee you that. Which is why it's also important to focus on not only doing loving acts for other people, not only thinking loving thoughts, but really putting love into everything that you do. Even when you're brushing your teeth in the morning, do it with love. And that sounds psychotic. You may be like, well, how am I going to brush my teeth with love? Think about how thankful you are for the fact that you have a toothbrush. You don't have to watch your teeth rot over time. You can clean your teeth and you can prevent cavities all with the invention of a toothbrush and toothpaste. I mean, you can avoid so many painful dental problems just by brushing your teeth, and that's so beautiful. And how can you not love life when you have things like that? I mean, we've come such a long way from where we used to be before. If someone from 100 or 200 years ago were living in our society, people would think they were an absolute maniac because I'm quite sure that they would be so much more thankful for how life is now. I mean, they wouldn't take what we have for granted. They would be blown away by how much we have. The fact that we can stream movies with the click of a button, that would just be mind-blowing to someone who lived 100 or 200 years ago. They would not take that for granted. We take so many things for granted in life, and because of that, our lives don't feel fulfilling. They don't feel like we're as happy as we could be. Why? Because we take stuff for granted. When you take people for granted in your life, I mean, I definitely know that I do this with friends, then the quality of your friendship won't be improving. And in fact, it will often degrade because when you don't appreciate the people in your life, and when you don't show them that you actually love them and you appreciate everything that they do for you, 
as I said, you need to be noticed and loved and appreciated in order to be nice. And when you don't give the friends that you have in your life or family members those things, they're not going to be as nice anymore. Those friendships will fade. You'll lose people from your life. But when you actively focus on loving your friends and showing your appreciation for them, that's when your friendships will get better. You'll connect with people in ways that you never connected with them before. You'll be able to make new friends and new connections with people that you honestly probably wouldn't have made before. And it all comes down to having that energy of love and loving other people. Loving other people is just such an important concept. A lot of us operate under the, I guess, neutral thought that all people are just blank slates until we get to know them. And we automatically start making judgments off of people when we get to know them. And before that, we just think that other people are blank slate. We don't really care. But when you change that, and when you just operate under the neutral assumption that everyone is good, and everyone is nice, and everyone has something amazing to offer to the world, you'll start treating other people differently. You'll treat people like they have value. Your neutral will be nice. And that's when you will connect with so many different people. Your experiences with people will be more positive. Why? Because you're operating under a neutral emotion of love. You've made love your new neutral. And that's when everything will change for you. And it is just so beautiful. So as you move on, think about all the ways that you can incorporate love into your daily life. Um, as I talked about first in this episode, you want to make love something that you do actively. You don't just love when life is good to you. You don't just love when people are good to you. You put love out into the world first. You actively search for ways to love other people, to do kind things for other people, and to show gratitude and love for what you already have. Even if you're not where you want to be yet, even if those people aren't treating you the way you ultimately want them to treat you, even if you don't have the results that you want to have yet, when you show love for what you already have in your life, it will boomerang back to you tenfold. Second of all, operating under the neutral feeling of love, making love your new neutral changes everything because you will automatically treat people better, you will automatically show more gratitude, and you'll just be a more attractive person overall. And I'm not just talking about in relationships. People in general will enjoy being around you. You'll allow people to put their defenses down when they're around you, and you will heal the world. You create a ripple effect when you put any amount of love out into the world. And that ripple effect never stops. No matter what you do, it will keep going because there is no reason for it to stop. Being nice to someone else will prompt them to be nice to another person, and that just keeps going. And it will continue spiraling back to you every time. And it'll never stop coming back to you because the ripple effect never stops. And finally, when you aren't satisfied with something in life, you must always respond with love no matter what, because love is what drives our world. Love is the reason we have the inventions and the incredible things that we have in our lives today. It all came down to someone acknowledging 
the technology that we already had and loving it enough to want to make it better. That comes to your body. That comes to friendships. When you look at your body and you don't like what you see, don't respond with hate, respond with love. Because when you love your body and when you operate under that mindset of loving your body, then you'll naturally feel inclined to do things that are good for your body. Why? Because you love it. Why wouldn't you treat it well? So you don't have to dance around the halls at school or hug random strangers to express love. Simply having those loving thoughts is enough. People can feel your energy, and when you emit that energy of love, your world will change. And what used to feel like a dull life will all all of a sudden be so much more enjoyable, and it all comes down to love. So I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. I honestly loved making this episode. Um, I can definitely tell that this was one of the best episodes I've made so far. It just really flowed naturally, and I felt like it all connected really well. I'm really excited to hear what you guys think about it, and definitely DM me some episode suggestions if you have any. The Instagram for the podcast is at Personal Growth Project Official. That's where I post promos for upcoming podcast episodes. So you can kind of get a sneak peek of what Friday's episode is going to be. Episodes are now consistently dropped every Friday at 6 o'clock p.m. EST. So be sure to check Spotify or whatever podcast streaming service you use every week at that time to get the latest episode. Um, Applications to speak on the podcast are still open. I'm so excited to have more people on the show. I had Sam on the show last week, and he was just such an awesome person to talk to. He had so much amazing insight about instant gratification and getting out of your comfort zone and how schools play a role in teaching personal development. So if you haven't already heard that episode, please listen to it. It's really incredible. And Sam deserves credit for how much wisdom he dropped in that episode. So without further ado, thank you for listening to this episode. And I'll see you next week.